Hey Rebels, today Ryan Horn is returning for his second episode on the Rebellion Brewing Podcast. We'll be talking eyewear, fashion, and art in Regina, as well as cracking open a can of Rebellion's brand new seasonal known as Night Viper. It's a Mexican chocolate stout featuring cocoa and peppers, so buckle up, it's going to be a good show. Ryan, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me back. How's it going? Very good, very good. I can't believe it's been a year since the last one. Man, time it, flies. It doesn't feel like it feels like it was yesterday. I know, I know. <laughs> it's it's so good. So what's new with specs? Well, we're uh, coming up to our almost our fifth anniversary here in January. So uh, again, something I can't believe has gone by so fast. Uh, it's just been a great ride. Uh, some parts uh, feel like it's it's been a long time, and sometimes it feels like it was just like a few weeks ago we opened. So, yeah, just uh, onward and upward. Lots of exciting things coming up. Previously in an email, you were telling me that there's some new technology and uh, new techniques and prescriptions. So let's jump into that. What new things are coming out? Well, uh, we're very proud to have been the first uh, optician in, in Saskatchewan to bring on uh, what's called Enchroma uh, technology and it's a type of lens that helps those with color deficiencies to actually see color for the first time in their lives. So uh, that's been very exciting. We get calls from all over, get people visiting from all over because we have samples uh, that are free to try. Um, we have a way to kind of uh, diagnose and uh, I guess determine what type of uh, color deficiency uh, one might have and then uh, you know, offer up the uh, appropriate uh, lens choice to uh, help those with that. So uh, it, it, it's not for everybody, but when it does work, it's, it's uh, usually a very emotional moment, uh, and especially for, for kids uh, who get to see color for the first time, that's pretty cool. What is customer feedback? You said it's pretty emotional. Um, yeah. Has the pickup in Regina been slow or really rapid? Oh, it's been it's been uh, the the response has been incredible. Uh, there's there's been you know calls daily about this stuff and and it, and from people all over too, not just Regina. So a lot of out of towners having to make arrangements to come into town and and check it out. So that's uh, been it's been super exciting. Um, and, and just a feel-good uh, type part of our job where, you know, not only do we help people, you know, look great and see great, but to actually help somebody see color for the first time uh, is, is, you know, it's that YouTube moment sometimes that you, you get that's, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I was talking with a friend who has, like, a really strong prescription, yes. those really big, thick lenses, mm -hmm. and they were kind of complaining they were very limited in what they can right. do with their frames. Do you guys have a solution for that? Well, uh, there's there's a few uh, approaches to that that we are very careful about. Um, for one thing, uh, we like to choose uh, an appropriate frame style and then marry it up with uh, the appropriate lens material for thinness. And then the third part would be to, we are ones that actually uh, cut our own lenses into frames in-house. In uh, so we have uh, the latest technology to uh, customize the lens fit into a frame. So starting back at the first part where we want to choose the proper frame, uh, it, it's about, there are some limitations where uh, the bigger the frame you go, typically the thicker the lens turns out. And it's been a time in fashion lately where larger frames are uh, definitely more 
uh, in demand. Uh, however, lately, we're starting to see some of the small ones come back again, which is good for those people. Uh, and then we would go into a material, uh, an ultra high index type material to, uh, to reduce thickness and uh, make them look as natural as possible. What's an ultra high index? Uh, where the, the material of plastic is a little bit different and it's more compressed. So it's not uh, going to have the same kind of thickness as, as a standard plastic. Um, you know, uh, there's, there's definite kind of power ranges where we have certain lenses that we prefer for certain powers. And uh, yeah, so basically choosing the proper frame and, and the proper lens is, is absolutely the, the, the main part that we do. But after that, it's how we cut the lenses into the frame, how we can hide that lens within the frame, especially on a plastic frame that has maybe a little more of a, of a thicker frame to it. We can, we can confidently say that, you know, we can help people get the most uh, enjoyment out of their glasses and, and satisfaction by having them as thin as possible and you know quite often people will pick up their glasses and have a look at the side profile and go wow I have never seen my glasses look that thin before and a lot of it's just technique on how we're cutting the lenses a lot of places will just fire off their their um, uh, frame and lenses or frames off to a lab somewhere down east or down west whatever and when they get to that lab <clears throat> there's often a you know, an assembly line and, and, you know, people just kind of going through, you know, uh, in a, in a very fast manner, putting every job together and, you know, basically putting in this person's lenses and pressing automatic on the machine. And then it just comes out, you know, quite thick. Whereas we custom design the bevel and re we really want people to love their glasses more than anything they've ever had before. So we have that kind of ability and skill and technology. Deadly. Yeah. What would be one of the common misperceptions or misconceptions about kind of what you guys do or your side of the industry? Well, um, again, our side is going to be, uh, I think a lot of people are still uh, a little bit leery of even walking in the door uh, due to what they have as a perceived cost. And, uh, you know, we do, uh, you know, it's not, no secret that we are into high-end uh, independent eyewear but also um, we are also very keen on helping virtually everybody if we can we want everybody to have at least some quality to their eyewear and not just something that is mass produced and uh, somewhat disposable so I work really hard to source uh, frames uh, from around the world that we can confidently say somebody is going to uh, have longer uh, and uh, enjoy more over a longer period of time which I feel creates much more value overall and we of course we have the stuff when somebody comes in and they want something really wicked and, and you know money's no option we're, we're or no uh, no object we can we can certainly help them but I really uh, want to uh, encourage anyone who's looking for iWord at least come come check us out come see what we can do for you um, we have a variety of frame prices uh, we also have frames that are that are amazing that we're always maybe could blow out or you know that we've had for a little while I mean we're just a small little business we have we're not a chain uh, at all so we can we can we can move on some products that are maybe sitting on the shelf a little longer. We can, there's always a solution. I don't like the word no. I like to always find that there's a, there's an option for everybody and what works for both of us, you know? So 
um, were easy to work with. <laughs> yeah. When you told me you were coming back on the show, I had this thought in the back of my head. I'm like, man, I think I wear my glasses up to 16, 17 hours a day. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. effectively, if I'm awake, yeah. they're on my face. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't want to fart around and have yeah. something that's not working for you. Right, especially if it's not working. Um, I mean, there, there's definitely, uh, you know, people getting eyewear all sorts of places that are having success and everything is fine, and that's okay. But we're here to also say, hey, we can take your look another, you know, up another notch or two or more, and we can also really ensure that the uh, lenses are positioned better. Uh, in, in, in a way that, you know, uh, we take more measurements and we uh, cut the lenses differently than the, perhaps most as well. So I'm not going to say we're better. I'm just going to say we can, we can provide other um, ways of doing it a little more. We take a little more care and attention sometimes that, than, uh, than the discounters or whatever. But uh, you're right. It's something you put on first thing in the morning and you take off at the end of the day. It's one of the most important things you'll wear. And I just want to change the perception that, oh, they're just a pair of glasses and, and that they're, oh, you know, it doesn't matter. I'll just go get them over here. It doesn't really matter. But it kind of does. And, and again, uh, that upfront cost uh, is scary to some for sure. But we want to ensure, or, uh, you know, assure people that at Specs we can really help with an overall value. Uh, again, a value where you're getting more bang for your buck, more longevity out of your glasses, more enjoyment perhaps better comfort and vision. So uh, that's what we're here to provide and really help people try to understand that we want to be your optician, we want to be your place to go and we're consistent. We have, you know, generally the same people all the time and we got a good crew. Uh, I have, I'm very lucky, I have awesome people with us at Specs and we love what we do. We want to really help people and we care about what you end up walking out the door with. You're putting extra thought into this. Yeah. I've seen you kind of glancing uh, to our side a little bit because we've got some beer. You want to dip into it? I, uh, yeah, your, your, your observation is very much true. Uh, it, it's very hard not to notice this, uh, this uh, incredibly colorful can that is worthy of never going into recycling ever, but sitting on a shelf somewhere because it's truly art and the beer inside it looks really good too. Today's beer is called Night Viper. It's our brand new seasonal release for fall, 7.5% ABV. You're thinking chocolate, creamy, a little heat. It's a Mexican hot chocolate stout. Giddy up. Orale. <laughs> 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 Let's have a sip. Cheers. Cheers. Red on the nose, super chocolatey. Exactly. Big cocoa aroma. That's smooth. Creamy. Creamy. Yeah, very creamy. That's the lactose, I think. Yeah. It's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> this is like drinking a candy bar. It kind of is. Absolutely. Oh, man. Very easy. I would never guess it's uh, 7.5. It definitely is a thicker kind of a viscosity, but very easy. Oh, man. That's dangerous. <laughs> And a little bit of heat creeping up. It's coming. Sips in. Yeah. It's coming. Well done. Once again. You know, the story behind it is Mark went to Dave and said, I've got an idea for a beer called Night Viper. Figure it out. And Dave went to Mexico and had this uh, basically like a build-a-bar of Mexican hot chocolate. And that was 
the inspiration for this beer. He had like little chili spices yes, and yeah. vanilla, cinnamon, all that stuff, and he could mix his own hot chocolate. And that's kind of what he tried to execute for his vision in this beer. Unreal. That's the creativity uh, in your industry and what you guys are doing is is just amazing. I, yeah, <laughs> I'll stop talking. Oh, that's heaven. I could drink that all day long. It's like, you know, instead of a coffee, have a Night Viper. <laughs> it's, it's a really nice, yeah, really nice, uh, smooth beverage. Very you, nice. remar you remarked on the uh, art of the can. Absolutely. It's done by Joel Hustack. He's a local artist. He's been doing graphic design for a few years, and mm -hmm. some of his claim to fame is Star Wars and Game of Thrones. He's done artwork for the card games and some books. And when I reached out to him, I said, man, I really love your artwork. I love the style. Mm -hmm. I think it will fit with what we're trying to build here. So I, I sat down with him for a meeting, and I said, I want like this 1950s graphic novel, comic booky style. I want this kind of like out of the world, otherworldly kind of feel to it. Yeah. And he's like, I'll see what I can do. And he comes back with a spaceship. And I was just like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it looks like uh, the spaceship is over a, a wheat field instead of crop circles. It's the Rebellion uh, logo. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the original version had tentacles coming out. Okay. And it was holding a Danish. Oh, because wow. the original version, we were going to call it a pastry stout. Okay. And then... We were iterating through our recipes and our ideas, and Mark said, I don't want the pastry on the can. And then we, I said, well, how about a crop circle? And so Joel and I were kicking back, what would the crop circle look like? And yeah. I said, how about, how about the hop cone? That is unreal. That's really clever. That's the, that is the prettiest can of beer I've ever seen. Like, it is unreal. And I love the, the colors. Um, I'm really a big fan of 80s, 90s synthwave scene, and this just is very much like that as well with the greens, the purples, the yellows. And the pink on the, the edge. pink, yeah, yeah. You know whose idea that was? That was uh, Brianna's idea. Well, it just she finishes it. <laughs> it just finishes it up top there. I wanted the can, when I originally envisioned it, to be something that would jump off at you at the shelf you well, just yeah. had to pick it up right. you had to have it yes. in your hand. well that's that's you know when when someone's going to the cooler trying to choose what beer to to pick up um you that's all you've got is is a visual at the moment unless you know unless somebody really has heard about it or something and then the visual is going to be a great one for for people to grab it and have a very pleasant surprise when they crack it open all done very sad story about stout. As a as a whole style of beer, it's not very popular. It doesn't sell the same way that IPAs do, that right. hazy IPAs or sours do. Those are really in vogue. But there's something about stout just, I think it holds people back because maybe it's a little dark, roasty, and they're not quite certain or sure. Right. They've been trained to think that super light, crisp, clear beers yes. are what beer should be. Right. I really want to get people to wrap their heads around that. Dark doesn't mean heavy. Correct. It doesn't mean stomach filling bloaty no. and thick. It's more about you're looking for that roasty, chocolatey, coffee right. kind of character. Yes. This Now this one's 7.5, so it is going to be a bigger, bolder beer. Mm -hmm. But it, stouts don't have to be scary. Mm -hmm. And I think this would be like a perfect entry for someone who wants to kind of 
taste something that's different from the other light beers. Oh, I tasting. completely agree. Uh, I completely agree. I'm still, you know, getting better at IPAs myself. Um, it's coming. Uh, and then the lighter, more refreshing, refreshing beers are uh, typically, uh, you know, easier for me. But this is also the season where I don't want those anymore. I want darker beers. Um, I have the amber in my kegerator right now. The yeah. Rebellion amber. And it's beautiful. But this, this is uh, something where when you just want something just a little bit more on these cooler days, uh, I think it's just, a, it's just the feel-good, you, know, uh, you know, warm kind of, you know, give you the warm fuzzies and uh, comfort food, comfort beer, right? That's kind of what it's like. I feel like you're totally getting what we're trying to put down. <laughs> you're picking it up. Yep. <laughs> I am. Well done. It's and very good. What you said about amber is true. Um, we've noticed that our light, bright summer beers, they slow down a bit as For soon sure. as the weather changes and the yeah. stuff like uh, amber just yeah. accelerates. People right. want to get that in them yeah. as soon as the weather turns. Isn't that great? The, you know, it's the one part of living in Canada. We have, you know, four real seasons or basically two seasons if you really look at it. Winter and, and construction. And winter and construction. Absolutely. And so, you know, it's nice to switch it up. It's nice to say, okay, we've had that time and now it's we're going to enjoy this season with something darker. And uh, what a great way to, to kick off the, uh, the fall. That's for sure. You also touched upon uh, wanting to collaborate and seeing linkages between your business and craft beer. Yeah. Let's talk about the fashion show you and Jen have been cooking up. Right. Well, uh, again, I am a, a staunchly uh, small business, local small business in Regina, and, and you guys are, are such a great uh, you know, local business as well. And uh, I just love the fact you guys provide craft beer. Uh, with attention to detail and attention to uh, all the things that you know big breweries uh, kind of might take for granted and in much the same light we're doing the same thing in eyewear with craft eyewear where uh, those who typically love craft beer love it because it's it's better it's more there's more options, it's more unique, it's better made, uh, the ingredients are fresh, uh, as opposed, and same thing with eyewear. We're, we're using uh, better materials, uh, newer designs, um, all sorts of, there's great stories behind each brand that we carry. So I find the link between Rebellion and Specs to be a, a really interesting one where uh, we're both doing, I think, this city and province uh, a great service by providing world-class products and so we're also of a similar mindset of uh, you know kind of screw the establishment let's let's uh, let's kind of blaze our own trail and and uh, and you know make our you know make our own way uh, you know challenge people uh, you know offer some you know uh, new products, new things, new ideas, and rather than just doing the traditional, you know, safe uh, kind of things, let's crank it up. So let's let's do something like a fashion show. Uh, Rebellion's got great gear, uh, fashion gear, uh, hoodies, t-shirts, sweat, or, uh, uh, toques, uh, you name it, and uh, they got a great, you guys got a great uh, brewery room there and, uh, tap, you know, tap room. 
So uh, let's get some people going. Let's let's uh, raise some money for charity, and we'll throw some specs on some models and some some uh, rebellion gear, and uh, have a great night. So we decided uh, December fourteenth, or sorry, December thirteenth, Friday the thirteenth, which could be any more fitting for both of us. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have an event in the tap room. We're gonna sell tickets. Uh, we're gonna sell uh, tickets for twenty dollars. You're gonna get a beer with that and uh, half of the proceeds will be going to uh, street culture kits, which uh, anytime we can help the, uh, the core community and, and, and the, the less privileged uh, uh, youth uh, in this city, uh, the more prosperous our city will be. Like that's just the core of everything. So I love the, uh, the association there and uh, let's have a good time and, and celebrate you know, beers and, and uh, fashion and eyewear and all the stuff that is really great in the city. Street culture's been really great to work with. Uh, they did our patio art, they've done chalkboard art. Right. Have they done any artwork for you? Uh, oh, I haven't, because I wasn't aware that they, uh, as much uh, till I was speaking with Jen about uh, all the stuff that they were doing for you. So it opens up my mind to uh, another way, uh, association perhaps directly with them to consider uh, different things for sure. Like I'm all about art and, uh, you know, creativity and, and doing just cool things. So, yeah, love it. We've been advertising or name dropping them repeatedly. Right. And now what we're seeing is businesses from downtown and warehouse have been coming to us and saying, how can, how can we get their number? How do we get them okay. to do something yeah. awesome like that for us? So it's cool to see that you've picked up that piece absolutely. too. You've put the links together. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and thank you for, for that. I mean, Obviously, you guys have had some success with them, and I and I wish them all the success too. And I think it's great that they're able to participate and and also you know grow and and help help those in need in the city. So it's it's a great win win for everybody. So I, good. I can't wait for this fashion show. I want to see what people are going to look like with these brand new glasses and the the brand new rebellion gear we're bringing in for Christmas. It's going to be a badass show, man. Honestly, it's going to be badass. It's going to be. Yeah, you know the whole, the whole punk rock thing. The whole like it's just going to be, you know, not your traditional fashion show. And that's again, why would we do anything traditionally? Let's crank it up. Let's have a good time. Have some brews, and uh, help the kids out. And look at glasses and sexy people. <laughs> All <laughs> the good the stuff. Big smile yeah, on your face. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> All right. Fun. I want to thank you for your time today. Thank you. Thank you again, man. I really appreciate it and uh, love drinking your beer and you know having them in my keg and you know just uh be back again i'm sure maybe i'll have a podcast and have you on it sometime i'm, I'm working up. on it i'm up for it <laughs> love it rebels thanks for listening today i'm going to include links to specs by ryan's social media channels in the show notes so you can find more about ryan and what he's up to we're going to be launching the event page for the fashion show probably mid-november and you can grab your tickets ahead of time. And remember, half of proceeds will be going to Street Culture Kids. I'm also proud to let you know that the Rebellion Brewing Podcast is an affiliate member of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. If you're in a podcast or you're looking for great stories locally produced right here in our province, the Sask Podcast Network at saskpodcastnetwork.com is a great one-stop shop to discover local produced podcasts. As always, if you want to find the latest news about Rebellion Brewing, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Untapped. Untapped is like Facebook for beer, except way cooler. 
Thank you for joining the rebellion.